Are you there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I uh I declined to start. Well, I appreciate it. You know, it's like it's not all about me. There's there's two other two other cats on this show. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Hey, you've been here since day one, man. <laughs> you've, been <on> every <laughs> one. you've been on every single one of these things. So we're good from last I a, week. I have a burrito. You have a burrito? Yeah. Uh, I eat it during the beginning of the show. Oh, you, you kind of, you're like fueling up. I'm fueling up. I, I, I really like that. Where'd you get the burrito from? I got it from uh, Felipe's uh, Mexican Tagaria. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a great place. If you're ever in the city. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> all right, Mike. <laughs> We're all here. All right, Lynn. Bill L. Who Ned. That? Who was that other guy? What? I heard somebody else's voice. Oh, that's Carlos from Interpol. We got Carlos V. Carlos V. D. Welcome oh, to wow. Yeah, he'll Isn't be chiming Interpol, in. Do you think the band Interpol has the same jurisdiction as uh, the International Police Organization? You know, I looked it up. They actually do. So that's kind of cool. They don't have the same budget. They have the same budget. But if you're doing like international crimes at one of their shows, all four of them are going to come and get you. <laughs> Who's a higher budget? It's classified. Yeah. Come on, man. You can get arrested by either one, but one of them is way more likely to arrest you. I'm just saying that band's been around a while. They've got music videos and stuff. Like they probably got some money. They got oh. a lot of inner pull. Mm. <laughs> Definitely off to a rip-roaring start. How are we guys doing? How are we guys? How are we guys doing? <laughs> Howie Mandel. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. I'm germ-free. You're, You're germ-free. Germ yeah, like Howie Mandel. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't like it. Well, you can touch his clothes. He's okay with that. Yeah. You think he only wears his clothes like one time and throws them away because they're contaminated? Or do you think oh, he washes them? No, he definitely burns them to a crisp every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. But yeah, but you can touch on it all you want because he's never going to see that thing again. Whatever. He, he doesn't wipe his ass or wear underwear because he's so afraid of germs. Mm. See, that seems like a way to get more germs. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's counterintuitive. It's, well, it's keeping all the germs in one area you barely use. Yeah. I mean, you know, what do you use it for? Just that. No big deal. I guess you, so. You just pour lighter fluid in your butt crack and uh, set it aflame every night. You've done that. People don't do that very much. You burn out the bad germs. Um, do you think Howie Mandel is actually like a germaphobe, or do you think he was like a career move? Like he's like the germaphobic guy. Yeah. Because that's pretty much all I know him for, honestly. Yeah. That and he used to put like a rubber glove over his head and like blow that up with his nose. I feel like we talked about this all before on the podcast, but he was in Little Monsters, and after that he became a germaphobe. Being around monsters made him a germaphobe. Um yeah, he was in that movie Little Monsters with Fred Savage. It seems like monsters would be a little unclean. Yeah, after that, I'd be like, oh, you see how, how gross all those monsters were? Those filthy ghouls. Probably a lot of dingleberries going on. Like, I bet monsters don't even wash their hands when they use an airport bathroom. Jeez, wow. Or after they've been, like, dealing with raw chicken. <laughs> their favorite food. <laughs> 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 There's nothing a monster loves more than a... a Raw poultry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty monstrous, you know? It is, definitely. Boys of the Know, episode 30, 43? 40? 42. 43. That was uh, Richard Petty's car number in NASCAR. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. <laughs> what, what does the number 43 mean to you? I just think of like Richard Petty, you know, like he won the most uh, Winston Cup titles up until Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt tied him. And now Jimmy Johnson also has as many, it's like seven. Um, but no one really cares about Jimmy Johnson very much. I like how they don't call Richard Petty a dick. Yeah, Dick Petty. That'd be respect. cool, though. It'd be cool. But it's very respectful that they don't. They're like, no, he gets the full Richard. Well, you gotta respect Richard Petty, man. He's the man. Yeah, but his last name is Petty. That's true. Do you think he's related to Tom Petty? Um, uncle. He's Tom Petty's uncle? I just mean I give up. I don't know. Oh. Um, Richard Petty's son was a NASCAR driver for a while, but who wasn't, like, as legendary. Richard Petty, I don't think he was very good. Did he crash and burn? I don't think so. He's uh, raced for a while. I'm pretty sure he's retired now. I don't really follow NASCAR. Have you ever been to a NASCAR event? Yeah. Was it loud? It was extremely loud. It was probably the loudest thing I've ever, I'll ever experienced. Was it was at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Charlotte Motor Speedway. That's the loudest. Um, loudest for me 
got to be Sigur Rós, the Irving Plaza, man. I almost threw up. <laughs> it just was too loud. I don't know. The music itself, it doesn't feel loud on the recording, but in a live setting, it was gut-shattering. So you almost threw yeah. up just from the volume or from, like, drugs and alcohol, too? Oh, yeah. I've been um, smoking weed for, like, 24 hours straight before the show, and I was very yeah. drunk. So mm. maybe <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I hadn't eaten any food that day. That's, that's probably why you did. That's probably why you almost threw up and didn't. Yeah, I luckily I'd only had sparks all day. No sparks. It's like an energy drink. It was um, it was like a caffeinated alcohol drink before four locos. Oh man. Yeah, and it was like the light one was the blue. There's the regular one, which is orange. The black one, which is <laughs> <Just> like twelve. <12%. laughs> So I was drinking the black ones all day. Like 12%. You got to drink the black ones. So yeah, I was something else. You ever, when you get drunk on those, uh, you ever say like, "Uh oh, sparks are flying. You know what? No. If you, if you did throw up, you could have said that. Yeah. Luckily I never barfed. (laughs) Cigarettes. That night. Cigarettes sounds like the kind of band that like, if you don't know who they are, they just, you just imagine like a, Two like guys, two Spaniards on stage with like a classical guitar, mm. and you're they're just like, <laughs> you know, I don't imagine like anything heavy, right? Yeah, because I don't I don't know that band, but I, I know that that's not what it is. That's not, not what it is. I didn't get Sigur Rós mixed up with uh, Ben Harper. Sure, the guy doesn't he sit down? He's the guitar player who sits down. Yeah, oh, he yeah. didn't like to stand. Does that take the fun out of it for you guys? You like to see them rocking out, or you, you don't care if they're sitting? Uh, I think you can't really sit down and be taken seriously. And that's what Ben Harper's problem has been the whole time. What about Nirvana Unplugged? He's sitting down. Yeah, but everybody knew he was about to fucking die. So. Yeah, and I tell you what, if he'd been rocking out, it'd be a million times better. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like strumming that acoustic guitar, going crazy. And you have Robert Randolph, but he's like playing a, a steel guitar, pedal guitar, pedal steel, or something like that. So it's like he has to. Yeah. Sit down, but it's still, I think, hampering his career that he can't like rock around. Yeah, they should have like tied, like had a thing like around his waist. Because you know, you know like, even you know. Uh, even that albino guy, uh, you know, made his keyboard into a thing that he could like carry around and like walk around stage and did Frankenstein. Mm. Guitar? It wasn't a guitar. It was still a keyboard, but he uh, played that you know song Frankenstein. I don't, I don't know, know that song. Yeah, Mary Shelley wrote it. No, I'm okay. talking about. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, cover. there's two albinos <laughs> and uh, Edgar Winter, the Edgar Winter group, and his brother Johnny Winter is a blues guitar player. But Edgar Winter played the keyboards. Jonathan Winters? Yeah, Jonathan Winters is the uh, younger brother, I guess. Yeah, Jonathan Winters is pretty old. He didn't play anything. He's dead. Well, they're all dead. So the topic um, is miscellaneous music. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is a potpourri of music takes. Rock and roll history. Yeah. Rock and roll history. Boy style. Um, <laughs> who do you think is the, is, the, is the greatest rock and roller of all time? Oh, see, that's that's a cool question. Um, Bono has got to be up there. Nah. Come on. You're just messing around. I'm not messing around. The guy's a rock star. I understand that, but you think he's the greatest rock and roller of all time? Hmm. All time, yeah, that's tough. I'm not trying to take that away from him, but I'm just saying all time, definitely not. Sure, sure. I was hoping to just segue into uh, Kiss Me, <laughs> Girl <laughs> Me, Me, Kill Me, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Bring that back, you know. That's gonna be really well, you want to do it? We could do like a rock and roll edition. Oh, a rock and roll edition of, uh, was it whole? <laughs> Hold, hold me, throw me, kiss me, kill me. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I like to forget the name of it already. I was all about it, like, you know, seven weeks ago when we recorded that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to play that game again. Agreed. I would, right. say, I would say you would offer the greatest rock and roller award to Keith Richards, but he would probably decline it and say, nah, I'm just an R&B guitarist, mate. And then you'd have to give it to Angus Young. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have to be alive? Because otherwise, yeah, probably Lemmy. Like Lemmy, was, yeah. Yeah, Lemmy's a good but that's one. like that's like metal, isn't it? <sighs> you're right. You're right. Damn. Rock and roll. Well, metal is a uh, rock and roll though. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I thought you want like a Chuck You want like a Chuck Berry kind of guy, right? You want me to say one of those? Yeah, you gotta say like Chuck Berry. Yeah, I think I think the answer is Chuck Berry. But I Chuck gotta Berry, go with 
Bono. You got to go with Bono. <laughs> All right. Now you are that, going with Bono. That, uh, brings us to our I was a ruse. Day. I love Bono. Shoppers, Kmart offers an easy layaway plan for your shopping convenience. It's available in every department of the store. Simply make a small deposit on your purchase and we'll hold it for payment later. Take advantage of our sales prices today. Put your purchases in layaway now. jamming out to vertigo that's just like stadium rock man yeah um, if I'd it doesn't say, sound uh, good in a stadium it ain't worth a fuck you know who said I'd that little, Gary... little richard little richard yeah little richard petty oh that could be like a little uh that could be like a cartoon like remember that uh, show little bill that was like children's television about like a young uh, bill cosby oh yeah. boy yeah pretty like before he got the a taste for for rape when he was just a child. I mean, he was yeah. producing the show as an adult, of course, but... Uh, right, as, as already a, a, probably a terrible adult. Yeah, that show was in, like, the 90s or something. Like, yeah, he was probably... Yeah. Let's be real. Like, he probably hadn't raped anyone in, like, a couple years. He was getting up yeah. there. Like, yeah. his prime <laughs> raping... His prime <laughs> raping era was, like, probably, like, 1954 through, like, 1986. Yeah, why did he stop? <laughs> you know, he had like, I, 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 I would like, say that's a probably a safe estimate. Like he had, he he had like a thirty two year run. He's like the Golden State Killer. Is <laughs> the same fucking like just this like decades long unchecked reign of terror. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in plain sight, this fucking it's guy. Like, it's like Breaking Bad. It's like he got out of it, and you think he's just gonna get away, but then it comes back because it never goes away spoiler alert that's basically i just gave away the twist at the end of breaking bad i'll let it go again <laughs> um or i'll put like a, a spoiler warning like a that sounds yeah just spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert what hell like as in like ringing bells or something yeah, maybe I'll... Well, well, well. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Breaking Bad. Yeah, I'm going to uh, just use what you just did. It's like, I'm going to find it better than that. I didn't watch Breaking Bad, but I do remember the very end when it, uh, the, the car, the, the gun popped out of the car and shot everybody. Now that's from like the very end of the very last episode. That's a, that's a hell of a spoiler. You're just Thank really giving it away. What else? Yeah, basically, like Walter saves Jesse's life, but he like picks up a wound, and then uh, he lets Jesse get away, but he's he's critically injured, and he collapses in the uh, meth lab that the white supremacists had made, and he dies as the police approach. He basically, you know, dies on his own terms. He dies free. Does his son die of cancer or whatever? His son had cerebral palsy, but he uh, towards the end. Of the show he's still alive but he hates his father a lot because his father becomes this like it's like well known in the press by the time he dies that he was responsible for not only making crystal meth but also killing uh, hundreds of people probably but he did it all to pay the hospital bills or what was the point (laughs) i don't know i feel like people could just people could just watch the show i mean i feel like i'm not giving a good version of it well his wife was a bitch for sure right people say that but you know i think she was a good character um, when does uh, Negan kill? He kills like one of the main. Negan? Yeah. And Bill Burr's in there somewhere, right? Mm. Bill Burr's in it. That's cool. How much are you talking about? Are you talking about Ray Negan? Yeah, I'm talking about uh, New Mayor Orleans Blue. Mayor Ray Negan. I knew that he was kind of a he was kind of a crook, but I didn't know it raised the level of homicide. He's a he's a pivotal character. He played one on TV. Um, you know when that guy when Bush said that the guy uh. 
Big Brownie was doing a heck of a job. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how he felt about that because he must have known that he was just fucking around. Like, I mean, Bush said it, but it made it made the turn the spot on Brownie. What was his name? Like Brown, James Brown, Michael Brown, uh, Todd Brown, Charlie Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Any of this means. I'm just letting you guys just kind of stay out of the way, you know? Why is everybody always picking on me? That was the FEMA director. He said it like that, like all sing songy. Yeah, man, that's what New Orleans is. It's Music City. <laughs> that's what they call us. Music City. <laughs> <laughs> down, down in Music City. New Orleans, yeah. of course. <laughs> what is Music City? I feel like I feel like Nashville is Music City. Isn't that what they call Nashville? Or is it Memphis? Um, yeah, Memphis? Nashville, Nashville is Music Town. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Disney World and Disneyland. Yeah, Disney, like, yeah. yeah. So it's the same um, thing. Music City is in Memphis. A music town is in Nashville. They're both they're, just, they're identical though. They're the same. Planet Hollywood. Uh this whole fucking planet. That's yeah. Dude, You're talking about that's Earth. A, <laughs> that's Planet Hollywood. Because they made uh, a movie everywhere on this one. They've even made movies in Antarctica if you count like documentaries. Yeah, I count them. They're they're like movies that are like Based on real stuff. That's some real shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I count them just the same, my man. I like documentaries, really. There's some people that's like their favorite, like number one type of movie. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, hey, I watched a movie last night. Let's hear it. I watched uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh, okay. Which I never saw before. And I got to say, that movie is fucking crazy. Oh, I've never seen it. You've never seen it? It's got Elizabeth Taylor and Burt Bacharach. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Burt Bacharach. The interesting thing about that dynamic, I didn't think about it later, but Elizabeth Taylor and Burt Bacharach were, were married at one point, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But they, they play dating. a married couple in the film. So he knows yeah. exactly how White Diamond, her perfume. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't perfume? You guys remember White Diamonds? I don't remember it. I don't know much about perfume. <clears throat> well, this was one that ha- was heavily advertised during Ricky Lake. So growing up, wow. I always saw ads for White Diamond. Yeah. There forever or something. <laughs> it's like one of those corny diamond mottos. Like they're yeah. like a girl's best friend, maybe. It's like guys remember... have dogs and girls have diamonds. And that's yeah. That's why that Bowie album is called Diamond Dogs. Oh really? Whoa! I didn't yeah, know that. yeah. It's about a that's girl's best friend. That's mine too. Whoa! Anyway, I think so yeah. Fun fact saying, about saying that diamonds are a girl's best friend really makes girls sound fucking stupid. You know, it's oh, like just, I'm friends with rocks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, because like yeah. a dog, you can you can like go on a walk. You'll catch a frisbee. Dogs yeah. have personality. Oh, they're cool as hell. Let me ask you this, Mike. Yeah. You ever had a friend named Jim? Mm. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, what are you, a girl? Because a diamond is a gem. Oh. You're saying gem. You're like, <laughs> you're pronouncing it different. He's using his, he's using his southern charm, which is, he's yeah. the only one who has it on the show. That's southern true. charmer's up to something. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. What would that be, Scut? Scuts? Scuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scuts or scoots? Yeah. yeah. We put an umlaut in there. Yeah. <laughs> umlaut. Umlaut. Like, uh, Is it umlaut? I umlaut. There is this band called Wump Skunt <laughs> that had the umlauts. And they had like yeah. a, a box set that came with like an energy drink. <laughs> I, I, I like almost bought it. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> it's like, it like a t shirt. Uh, uh, the Dude, record and energy drink. When you, say, when you say the name of that band, your uh, New York accent completely disappears, and you sound like a Southerner for true. For true. Well, you know, I've been down here a long time. No, but when you say the, the name of that band, it's like really apparent. Yeah, that's nice. Wait, say it again. Mm, now I'm self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like doing that. <laughs> Come on, man. Kmart shoppers. Easter is the major emphasis now in the fashion's accessories department. Look for dressy hats that top off your special Easter outfit. Don't forget a white handbag in one of our current styles. 
chalet scarves will complete any outfit. Finally, girls can pick out fashion gloves and be ready to dress for the season. With Easter on its way, prepare now by stopping in our fashion accessories department. And thank you for shopping our Kmart. drinking on the night mike you're still not drinking i'm still not drinking i had some water oh yeah you've been drinking those essentials like crazy is that your favorite right now i don't really like it as much but the bottles are bigger oh is so that it's like it? why get anything else it's like it's like the same price as like uh like another you know like a purified water electrolyte thing but with much more volume true that's the way to go it's for, it's for the big boys you know it's for people who really want to get down but I'm not saying that Essentia is bad. If anyone from Essentia is listening, I'm saying it's good. But yeah. it's not as good as Smart Water, for example. Sure. Or, even, or even the member of Smart Brand. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not as good as Fiji. I'd say it's better than Evian. I don't really like Evian. Evian kind of low-key sucks, but I will drink it. It's like the Dasani of the high-end waters. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but that's that's what happened with rock and roll too oh wait explain oh it was the same price as everything else but much more volume oh yeah yeah i feel that oh i thought you were saying you were saying rock and roll to like t-o-o <laughs> i thought you're saying like it was like the sequel to rock and roll or like that gary glitter like rock and roll part two thing yeah yeah you guys uh i mentioned gary glitter earlier but it got stepped on <laughs> That's why you got to do what I do and say it eight times until you, everybody hears it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's true. Because you know I'll cut out the extra. Um, but yeah, Gary Glitter, he's, um, you know, we love to talk about pedophiles on this show. Have we talked about Gary Glitter yet? Probably. Probably. But I mean, let's do it again. Whatever. Okay. Dude's a well, chomo. He's a chomo. We love to out chomos on this show. Seems a little weird that we do it so much, but we still... <laughs> But we still yeah. do it, you know? And Gary Glitter, you know, this guy, he got busted with what? Kitty porn? I don't know. Should I look it up? I don't remember what happened there. Yeah, I think it was child pornography. Yeah, that's enough. He, he, I think he fled to Cuba initially, but he oh, eventually okay. went back to England and he's in prison now. They got him. Yeah. He's probably pretty, um, it's got to be tough because usually the, the chomos do horrible in jail, but I don't know. It's Gary Glitter. I don't know. I feel like Gary Glitter isn't a name that people in prison really respect, especially if you're a pedophile. What if he lets, like, if he tells them which one he did, though, they're going to freak out. Like, oh, I do love that song. Yeah, no, he said, like, no, I did Rock and Roll Part 2. And then they're like, what the fuck is that? And then he just says, yeah. like, oh, oh. Uh, then they're like, okay, this guy's cool. Yeah, he has to always, like, he ne- <laughs> they never know it by name. And he's always like, Rock and Roll Part 2. And I was like, what the, what? You know, like, not even the first yeah. one, like, you know? Yeah. But, I uh, remember there was a controversy when they used that song in Joker that they had to give him royalties for it. Oh, no, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, you tough, really don't yeah. hear that. You really don't hear that song very much anymore because uh, <laughs> they got to pay him if they use it. Man. Yeah, what, they I love, love that song. Yeah, do we, have to pay, do we have to pay to use it? Can I use it? It's I like think, cooler uh, if, you don't, if you don't pay him, you know, because then you're not supporting him. Yeah, yeah what's he gonna do? Sue you? You're really worried about Gary Glitter suing you? I put that Gary. on your fucking resume. I got sued by for copyright infringement by Gary Glitter, a known pedophile. Yeah. Well, currently in prison. I tell you what, this is rock and roll part three right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a real <laughs> rock and roll move. Just yeah. like fucking over fucking over a creep. Yeah. So yeah, you'll probably hear it at the top of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was used for like in like football a lot when I was a little kid. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, great football song. It's so percussive. It really is. <laughs> it's you know, it's like that. Um, it's like "We Will Rock You." Also, it's got that boom, boom, clap kind of. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's more of a shuffle, though. Sure, it's more of a shuffle, yeah. Hey. When's the musical one out of the three of us? I got a kick out of it. He's always here to add a little musical flair. I don't have an app it myself. Mike, you should drum. What? Mike used to drum. I used to drum a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Used to roll tobacco? Oh yeah. No, I don't mean I like bugler. that. I mean I used to I used to play the <laughs> snare drum when I was a young man in seventh grade. Yeah, what is up with uh, rolling tobacco and names like drum and bugler? <laughs> yeah, they yeah they're very musical in a, in a way. Uh, it's revolutionary war times because everybody had that American spirit. When I was when I was in Boy Scouts, there was uh, this guy in our troop uh, that uh, I'm not going to say his real name, but we never called him by his real name anyway. We always called him Dink because he looked a little like Mr. Dink from Doug. Oh, uh, the only Dink I know was the um, the little gentleman who would come out with Doink the Clown in WWF. It was Dink. Wait, there was Doink and Dink? Yeah. (laughs) They were both. They were were clowns of varying varying sizes, larger. Well, anyway, this guy (laughs) Dink. He always, uh, he always uh, was like really bad at getting out of his cot in the morning at bo- this Boy Scout camp we went to. Like he never wanted to do it. So <clears throat> one day, instead of just like pestering him to get up, because like every morning at this Boy Scout camp, you have to go to like where the main flagpole is, and they like blow the bugle and they raise the flag, and everyone's got to stand there for a second. And uh, so uh, one day we just carried his cot to the uh, thing. And I was just thinking about that because of the bugle. We really humiliated that guy. They went along with it, kind of. It's called Reveille. What? The song the bugle plays in the morning is called Reveille. Oh, really? And then at night they play taps. That's what it's called? Yeah, Reveille goes like this. It goes... Yeah, that's what goes, it was. Taps goes like this. It's called taps? Yeah. Why do they name that taps? I don't know. I know it sounds like a freemium game on your phone, but it's that little bitty. Yeah, nice. they were doing it way before phone games on your phone. That's it. Sounds like it would be more of a percussion piece. Mm. It's got like no rhythm. I mean, no, you would love that. Lot of <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Learning a lot about music, and we're going to keep learning a lot about music. This is really becoming a very musical episode. I think this might be the musical. You know, every TV show and show has like a musical episode, you know? Yeah. And then everyone always likes it the most. You ever notice? Yep. Everyone's like, that's I bet this is one. our most popular episode. Oh, it's definitely going to be. So somebody's going to have to sing a song at some point. Oh, uh, we're all going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> are we going to sing, all sing the same song together? Or are we going to sing different songs? We're going to all sing songs for each other. Because it's about getting out of your comfort zone. And I think we've gotten a little too comfortable on this show. Okay. So we're all going to sing. And this is going to be the musical episode, you know? All right. Well, at least we got a theme going. Oh, it's just <laughs> going to be great. It's. Um, do you have a song in mind, Mike? Or are you going to think about it during the break? I could sing different drum. Here it goes. You and I travel to the beat of a different drum. Oh, can't you tell by the way I run every time you make eyes at me? Oh, you cry, <laughs> say something, this is not route. Well, honey child, I've got my doubts. You can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I knock it. It's just that I am not in the market for a boy who wants to love. Only me. Yes, and I ain't saying you ain't pretty. All I'm saying is I'm not ready for any person, place, or thing to try and throw the reins down on me. <laughs> so goodbye. I something gotta go. Uh something something uh no you should know. <laughs> We'll both live a lot longer if you live without me. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, Dude, you killed that. Now, me and Wynn had a bet. He said I couldn't get you to do the, the new version of the song, but I totally just tricked you into doing it. Oh, it no. Made you think it was your own idea. If you think I'm going to sing something, lady, you're 
You're out of luck, my friend. I'm not saying a, a no. Oh, come on, man. No, I'm not. And, not, and neither are you. Well, <laughs> this is just I, don't think, I don't see how, I don't see how either one of us could possibly compete with it. Well, if you there, start singing so later, good. I'm going to get pissed off. So you better not sing a drop was... of music later. <laughs> I want to hear a drop of melody from your... Well, that, I thought... Mike, I thought you did a great job. Oh, I thought he did an amazing job. Like, actually, like, that is, that is, he made it his own, which I liked, but he also still sang the song, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't remember all the words, though. It doesn't matter. You carry the tune, as they say. Yeah. It's like when people sing the national anthem, you think they're hitting every word? No. Yeah. I think they are. I think absolutely hitting (laughs) every word. I don't know. (laughs) I think you could fudge it here and there. And people just still like the general spirit of it. I think people tend to not be that critical of people because they're just like, dude, like are you song. kidding me? And they just like if, the vibe like, of it. If someone but... sings the national anthem at like a major sporting event and they are like off a little bit, it's a controversy. Oh, or like Roseanne? Well, Roseanne especially, but she was way off. But well, if you like just sing it in a way that isn't that you just like miss notes, like people people get mad. Not everybody. I mean, most people are fine with it, but like some people get mad. You should sing that one. It'd be a shame if somebody sang that later and really biffed. <laughs> I think people would be really upset if something like that were to happen. But uh, yeah. it can happen. It's the music episode of Boys of the Know. We're going to be back in a little bit. We're going to go on a little break. Uh, I think we're going to back with Hip Hop Rex, right? Yeah. yeah. And I might sing a Green Day song, but if Joe's going to get mad. Oh, you better. I sort of, I sort of got, I will, (laughs) I will, I will pound your little mouth if I see you. If you do that, just make sure to never run into me ever again. I haven't seen you lately. I haven't seen you in like a week. I don't know where you've been, but. uh, You're lucky. Well, you're you're lucky. (laughs) Because there's (laughs) a fucking song on this episode. I'm going to beat your butt. (laughs) I'm not even like I know, like we're laughing. But, like, Eat his I'm, butt. Like, I'm, I know, like grabbing Bob. I'm actually like really, I'm really. This is the second time I got threatened. I'm not sure. <sighs> how I feel. All right, we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna be right back. Imagine owning the world's greatest love songs by the greatest voices of our time. Once in a lifetime collection. Time Life Music presents the ultimate love songs collection. 36 beautiful songs by all our favorite artists. Have I told you lately that I love you? Rod Stewart. Celine Dion, Phil Collins, Gloria Estefan. Get the Ultimate Love Songs Collection on two CDs for just $26.99. But wait, use your credit card and we'll take $10 off. That's right. You get two CDs for just $16.99. Then review other romantic collections. Satisfaction guaranteed. Ultimate Love Songs is not sold in stores. So remember, use your credit card and get two beautiful CDs for just $16.99. Call 1-800-818-6806 to order the Ultimate Love Songs Collection on two CDs for $16.99 plus shipping and handling when you use your credit card. Call now or order online at timelife.com. Becca, baby. Hey there. That's my main impression. Ah, all right. Hey there. (laughs) Is that um, Tom Waits? Tom Waits. When you dream. Oh man! Well, whoa! Stop! Don't start <laughs> singing there. You better. <laughs> I don't think that counts. You bet. You're lucky it doesn't count. 
Talking in a gravelly voice is not singing. Sorry, Tom Waits. Hey. Tom Waits, though, one of, one of the all-time great uh, recording artists, in my opinion. Sure. But not a singer. He's not like a... Well, I don't know. It depends on uh, how you look at it. Mm. Like, would he win American Idol? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I would really like that. Him having to sing, like, um, I don't know, Baby by Justin Bieber or so. <laughs> He just kills it. They're like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I would really it's like, like a, that. Like a, it's, it's like a Susan Boyle situation, you know? Should they do yeah. an American Idol with all extremely famous people with weird voices? Like, like I think Bob, that would be cool. Like Bob Dylan, like just like up in there, you know? And then well, Simon Cowell like- would be like, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> oh man. Well, I think I think the problem would be that you'd have a hard time getting those people to participate. You know, a lot of like the singers with the weird voices wouldn't want to do it. Mm, they're too shy. Tom Waits, think... Bob Dylan, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, Goldthwait. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get him in there for sure. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. You ex- dead though. You exhume him for this kind of opportunity. He's going to want to hear about it. You just play some YouTube clips. I think people get the idea. I think That's he's pushing true. up the tulips now, if you ask me. Mm. I don't know if he's tiptoeing through <laughs> any of those things anytime soon. Oh, Tiny Tim, you're dead. And you were really fat, so you never tiptoed through anything. Oh, you you know, those tulips. I was sure he did gain a lot of weight. This is the only podcast who's got the guts to posthumously <laughs> fat shame Tiny Tim. A lot of you are just like, oh, let him rest. It's like, no, wake up. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> I got some <laughs> shit I want to say to you. Do you, you know how he died? I don't know. Eating too many cheeseburgers, probably. <laughs> no. Like, it, was ba- it was basically that. Like, he was just, he was in extremely poor health. And uh, his doctors told him to stop performing. But he just kept doing it. And then he had yeah. a heart attack on stage. Whoa. And he survived that one. And then his doctors were like, seriously, like, you need to just be, like, bedridden. But then he kept performing, and then he had another heart attack on another stage, and then he died. So people saw it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh, it was Tiny Tim. Oh, he fucking dropped dead. It was, it was bad. There's video of it, too. You can watch it if you want. Mm, I obviously do. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. It's crazy. He, like, he like <laughs> is standing. I think there's only actually video of the of the first heart attack, though. Because he's like standing, he didn't start his set, and then he just like says something into the microphone, and then he just like falls into the mic stand and just like falls off the stage. I want the fatal one. It I don't think the fatal up. one. I don't think it was videoed. It, it was a while up, ago though. It was like the nineties. Comes up crazy. Yeah, like very early. You type in tiny Tim. It's like you want the heart attack, right? <laughs> well, what was that? What? He's uh, obviously watching some carrots. He's watching tiny oh, That's obvious. Okay. Sorry. I'm pulling it up. He's steaming some clams. It looks fine so far, I will say. Are you watching it? He survives this one. Are you watching on the video monitor, Mike? No. (laughs) On the big screen. Oh, he's cracking little jokes and stuff. He's kind of like gatekeeping. That's not tiny, dude. (laughs) It's not, yeah, it's totally him. That's Joel McHale. Um... Is this just Napoleon Dynamite? Are you watching it too? This <laughs> makes a great audio just me just staring at this video. Well, look. I'll see what happens. So what else is going on? He's got on? a real coat of orange here. Mm. Anyway. Tiny Tim. It would be nice if he was still around. It's like, um, does he have any records? Did he ever put out like records? Did he ever Rec- drop any records? Yeah. yeah. Is there like a full wave that people like? Or... Yeah. I want to look at his discogs. He got big in the dub Tim. That's his most famous one. Okay. Which is a crazy name for like a debut album. Yeah. Coming in hot. This video could be a lot shorter. Yeah, skip to the end. Uh, I mean, I got like 20 seconds left. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Man, he doesn't even like rip into one tune. Yeah, he just like basically said hello, and then he was like, oh, show's over. Yeah, oh. 
It's like how like he walked off on service or during service or whatever. Like you know when someone walks <laughs> off during service. <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know. I just think you don't quit. I think you. You mean like a set. Catholic priest? I think you just finish your set. You know. Look, <laughs> you don't know how many sets he finished before he had a massive heart attack. That's so true. Must have been hard being extremely poor health. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and like continuing to tour, even though no one's really coming to his shows. Like, like his his like last shows were like in front of like seventeen people. Yeah. Is this in poor taste? Also, what we're doing? I would say that it's in poor taste, but people love those reaction uh, vi- media. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's not I, like I was... we're the only people doing it. People like to people like to watch a video of somebody else watching a video for the first time and see their reaction. So surely yeah. they like to listen to us watch a video and hear our reaction and also the video in the background. I love those videos where it's like like classical composer reacts to corn and Skrillex get up. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like yeah. it's like old ass man is about to listen to this like corn dubstep song. Like, oh, he's like actually it's really good. <laughs> I really like what they did there with the vocal pattern. You know, like what? Come on. <laughs> Just say it slaps. <laughs> You guys remember when that movie Bohemian Rhapsody came out and uh, there were a lot of people doing those Bohemian Rhapsody reaction videos where they listen to Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time. And oh, react. yeah. It's yeah. like, that's not the first time you've heard that. How yeah. that has anyone <laughs> gotten to that point in their life? Like, I mean, not even the old, like 22, 23, and they've yeah. never heard Bohemian Rhapsody once. I don't believe it. They've never, like, they've uh, never seen Wayne's World. Out. You know, they've never seen Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's never even another radio on like that's yeah. no yeah. whatever you're saying when i was saying that's pretty good acting because all you have to do is be like it starts happening and you're just like oh shit oh my god crazy. <laughs> yeah or it's like it's like two like um like two teenagers listening to like t- <laughs> for the first time i was yeah. knows that thing that's a great one to hear for the first time like whoa tool you know they're like Probably the smartest band of all time, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> they was smart uh, yeah. band. You can't. Uh, well, again, we we're talking about Queen. Like, isn't Brian May a, like a physicist? Okay. <laughs> 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 like, he's got like a PhD in physics, I think. James Maynard Keenan owns a fucking vineyard. Yeah. How about that? That's pretty smart. Yeah. It's like, he's not a fucking dummy over here. And and the uh, drummer, the drummer's all into numerology and shit. He loves it. Um... I think, speaking of reaction videos, I was watching one that was like in the total opposite direction. I got into uh, people listening to uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water by Simon and Garfunkel for the first time. <laughs> really? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, and that's like a pretty emotional song, and it's like really well composed and everything, and people were like, damn, that was good. People were like crying and shit. I love that. That's like the first time I heard Jeff Buckley. I was like, I wasn't ready. And then they told me he drowned right after it's like why why did you tell me after it'd be cool to film like a a a reaction video a reaction video of like your grandmother with dementia listening to bridge over show water for the first time like every day oh as the mind fades (laughs) she just keeps crying like it's so beautiful and you're like yep yep that'd be pretty cool i would love to like hear like um i don't know like uh (laughs) it's like summer teeth by wilco Every day for the first time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you I get to be in Chicago, I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you fuck with that one, be in Chicago? Anybody? It's a really sad song. The Wilco song? Yeah. Is that nah. the one where she, she fell in love with the drummer? No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's heavy metal drummer from Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. She fell in love with the drummer. Another, <laughs> another. Yeah, Wilco that's had... Singing. I, was just kidding. <laughs> I feel like Wilco, to most people, have either anywhere from zero to four good albums, <laughs> depending on your take on music. You know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> Like, how many Wilco albums do you like? Is it zero? Do you like one? Yeah. It's never going to be if higher say, than four. you say Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, you only named one album. That's not three albums. I said Summer Teeth as well. That's a whole album? That's a whole album. God damn. That's two albums. Is that the one that they had a fuzz pedal on? 
Is that is that the one where they were so called Uncle Tupelo? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like you like Sunvolt? You ever listen to Sunvolt? I like Sunvolt batteries. All right, that was uh, all country riffing. Nine volt batteries. I like nine volt batteries. <laughs> sure, sure. And if you like all country riffing, check out me and Wynn's new podcast, All Country Riffing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about we'll be talking about old ninety sevens for over ninety minutes. And uh, it's fine to pay. Well. And we'll discuss. We'll discuss whether or not Neutral Milk Hotel is uh, alt country at all. Yeah, and believe me, it gets heated. If you think the end of the last episode was gnarly, why don't you hear what I call in during this episode? <laughs> Extremely abusive on this. So you want to check it out? I'm curious. I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm curious to see like what position either one of you take. Oh yeah, it's a it's a bloodbath. Anyway, nine. I mean, don't here. give anything away, but it's like I'm thinking, like, okay, what would Joe's position be to say Neutral Milk Hotel is our country? Which one? What, what would wins be? And like, why? Why would? Why would you? Uh, you know, like, why are you <laughs> well, getting mad at I each mean, other? I'm curious. Jeff, Jeff Mangum is obviously the Elvis hey, of uh, you know Americana post rock. Uh, uh, enough with that shit. <laughs> 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 Sorry. He's gonna drive me crazy with that that horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. They're basically Garth Brooks. <laughs> Same thing. You guys like remember Garth how Brooks? Shitty, remember how shitty it used to be like in the early two thousands when like Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros had it big, and it was just like that one song came on every fucking two seconds, and it was just like, what the hell is happening? This might have been like not the early two thousands, but like the early two thousand tens. Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. And it was just like <laughs> Alabama, Arkansas. Yeah, I yeah, like, yeah. I sure miss my mom and pa. Like, goddamn, I hate music. Hello, shoppers. In our shoe department, you'll find first quality national name brand athletic footwear. Choose from names like Pony, Voigt, Jordache, McGregor, and more. Great styles to fit every athletic need. High tops, court shoes, joggers, or workout shoes. Top quality national brands at great value prices. Shop Kmart, the savings place. trend in music that you notice that really kind of grinded your gears like kind of it's it's a style of music that, that made you think you know what maybe i don't get what's popular anymore when was like what's the first big one uh i want to say dubstep but it was probably just like fucking emo for me i don't even understand it was, what it was emo you don't like yeah. the stripy glove I don't. I just. I didn't. I didn't get. I mean. I. I don't understand most of the music that's happened during my lifetime. I've been out of the loop. I wasn't even sure when I was in like in seventh grade that I really liked Pearl Jam, and I'm pretty sure that I didn't. Now that I look back on it. Wow. So you were just I, like bumping Vitology, but you like weren't sure why. No, I already knew by Vitology that it was over. That I, I just wasn't catching it. But like I did. I did like Alice in Chains, and I still do. Yeah, they're and, they're good. And Soundgarden, but you know, it's just like. Oh yeah. I had a weird feeling about Pearl Jam, and I still do. But most of the shit that's happened since then, I've been like, ah, that, was your ah. last, that was your last stuff. <laughs> the Soundgarden, well, that was like your last, your last guy. Aside from aside from hip hop, but like you know, that's is that music, and I'm not sure it is. Oh boy, and that brings us to hip hop Rex. <laughs> Thank you for that segue. Um, obviously, we're all big, big, big hip hop nerds on this show, and as we like to dish on our favorite hip hop uh, records, and we're just talking about some hip hop recs. Now, people think recs is short for recommendations. It's not. 
it's, you don't have to listen to any of this stuff. That's fine. It's not for everybody, you know. So uh, let's start it out. When hip hop wrecks. Ooh. Wynn's digging uh, through his crates of hip-hop records. He's got, like, crates and crates. That's our, a lot of shit. Yeah, he's our resident DJ Shadow over here. <laughs> well, um, Run the Jewels dropped their fourth album, and it was like, you know, I, I, the, the third one was so good. I kind of didn't expect much from the fourth one, and at first I was like, yeah, it's not very good. But I think it was probably actually pretty good, but I don't know. All right. Know, that's, uh... that's not my wreck. <laughs> I no, can't that was, anything else right now. No, that was uh, Hip Hop Rex. That was a good Hip-hop one. Hip Hop Rex. I thought that was a really good one. Wait, is that it? Yeah. I don't really have any hip hop records to be honest with you, but I was just—it's just—it's just like it's just like a like a rap album that that Win kind of liked. He didn't even say that he liked it. He said I, it. He thought he said it was like growing on him. I wanted to keep it like as like a tight segment. So yeah, just maybe like Win mentioning like a hip hop album, be like, all right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I don't want to be—I don't want to take over the whole show. Yeah, we don't have to keep talking about it either. So I like what you did there. Um, I just. I like I like it I like it tight. I thought it was good. I I think a lot of people are gonna check out. I think they're gonna see a little spike, you know, in uh, sales. Yeah. When this drops. Yeah. People want to know what Win was talking about. Like, oh, is it is it like pretty good? It was all right, and they could they could use a little spike because you know as as COVID is over, then uh, as it's not over, but when it's over, they're gonna probably want to tour on it. So, Absolutely, and if they want to maybe pay it back and put us on that tour, I think we'd be great opening for Run the Jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how poorly received we would be <laughs> opening for Run the Jewels every night? First of all, think of how little we prepare for anything. There's no way we would like go into that prepared in any kind of meaningful way. Yeah, there'd be no point in preparing for it anyway. I know, I know. No, even if we prepared our best material, which I don't know what that would be. Like, we, like, reenact Heat Lightning. There's, like, a fake Riverfront set. <laughs> yeah, we do, like, a little a little play based on Heat Lightning. We get, like, a couple from Toledo to, uh, <laughs> like, walk up. Oh, no, that's the interactive part. We get someone from the audience, and I grill them about their sex life. And that's actually the part that gets us in trouble. <laughs> it's like the most ill-conceived like oh a little crowd work i keep saying crowd work like i know what that means and you're like oh. <laughs> it's so great yeah. and, um, it'd be funny if uh, crowd work actually meant to make the crowd like made him what uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be so good dude he's done for <laughs> when yeah uh, oh. <laughs> oh all right <laughs> Bullet dodge. Um, just bringing it back, I think we would be really just real shit in that spot. <laughs> I can't yeah, imagine um, what we would do that wouldn't garner just like a lot of like resounding negativity. <laughs> Give it us an hour. Yeah, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think I think generally like having like uh like comedy podcasters open for a hip hop group is is not really like you want like someone else in the rap community. Yeah, I'll tell you what we do. If we're uh, opening for Run the Jewels, all we have to do is each have like a um, a big presidential mask on. Oh, okay. Somebody be Trump, and somebody be Bush, and somebody be Reagan, and then you know uh, enact some sort of play or something like that. And then I don't know that that sets the stage for like, oh shit, Run the Jewels is coming. This is gonna be crazy. They're probably gonna murder all three of these idiots. Why do we? Okay, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> we're wearing nothing but diapers. And presidential mask. Yeah. And we're just throwing, we have hundreds of like cream pies. And we're just throwing them. They're slipping, yeah. sliding, nailing each other with these pies. I think, I think at first they're going to boo, but like minute 15, <laughs> 16, you're going to start being like, oh, it's satire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll get it. They'll say, oh, this is satirical. <laughs> I remember those presidencies. Right, they were they're, uh, they're bad, they're bad, and that's that they, they're because, like, I think what we would be be like a metaphor, like, oh, these presidents were trash, you know, yeah, 
I, I think once they got it, it would really vibe with them, and they'd be like, oh, that's – oh, and then they would, like, kind of just start, like, cheering and getting really into it. I just think that we have to, like, weather a lot of abuse, I think, for at least 15 minutes uh, until they kind of get one. Um, yeah. It's going to test our mental toughness, <laughs> like, big time. Well, it yeah. could if, if we're wearing masks, it doesn't even have to be us, really. So, I would prefer it to be us. <laughs> I, I, if, I don't think anyone else is going to get it right. If we uh, are, if we're wearing diapers, I feel like our body types would be pretty identifiable. I guess. Yeah, that's the other thing. With diapers. Yeah. What's up? He's playing. He's playing a uh, witch president. Oh, okay. I'm glad you brought this up. I want to be Bush. Is that okay? Are you the first that's... Bush or the second one? I'm the second one. All right, I guess I'll be um, Reagan. Are you okay being Trump, Mike? Because you're gonna. I guess, be... yeah, I'll be Trump. I should really be... probably be Carter, actually. No, it doesn't make any sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> not satire anymore. It has no always... point of view. If you're Carter, I like to identify as Carter because I was he was the president when I was born. So I'm like, yeah, I like Carter, but I don't remember him at all, man. It would be funny like, if it was like two monstrous presidents. It's like Bush, Trump, and then Carter. <laughs> Carter. Like, <laughs> like, wait, what? And, and like, 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 like Jimmy Carter's just throwing pies at uh, Bush and Trump. I would say well, we would gang up on him and he'd be getting pied the most. I could I could be Clinton and uh, Joe, you could be Obama. Oh. And, uh, Mike could be uh, um, Biden. Wow. What would they have to say to that? That's a different. Vibe I don't think it would gonna be well received. But I kind of like. <laughs> I kind of like. It. I think you would basically be doing blackface in a way. Yeah, I know it's tough. It's tough because I'm gonna, I'm dark, but you know I'm not gonna get away with that. Yeah, I'm not gonna get away with that one. I'm not there. Um, um, the, the other day, I, I um, had a price gun in the air, and, <laughs> and someone uh, told me I wasn't allowed to wave a gun at them. Like yeah, extremely, that's, extremely that's crazy. Me, you know, that's felt, crazy, man. They said they felt unsafe. Yeah, and we we work in a factory where we are, you know, any any day of our lives, somebody could come in with a gun and just murder us. You know, yeah, that's I mean, a common that's thing how, that happens in factories. Yeah, it's gonna definitely end end in tears or blood bloodshed. You know, but somehow somehow Sorry. we're the scary ones. Yeah, because we're armed with price guns. Yeah, because I want to make sure that you know something is two dollars and seventy three cents. Yeah, because yeah. uh, ninety ninety nine percent of our day to day lives is talking, discussing prices and like differences of like a quarter or less. <laughs> That's too true. <laughs> yeah, but once we get on this, yeah, Robert, man, where's my tour? seven cents? Yeah, where's that? I guess the, I guess the seven cents thing doesn't make sense in this context, mm. and nowhere, nothing between a nickel and a dime. But I mean, it happens anyways. Even though that's not supposed to happen, that still happens. Yeah. You end up fucking talking about stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>